join Sunday Mass at Mercy Home for a special Christmas Mass with Cardinal Blaise Supich. My dear friends in Christ, a blessed Christmas to you all. We all have treasured memories of joyous Christmas celebrations with family and friends. This year, dominated by the pandemic, we will all have to make some adjustments in our patterns of Christmas festivities, perhaps making them more somber and restrained. And yet the very heart of our Christmas celebration does not change. And indeed, I believe is more important than ever that we do our best to mark these joyful days as best we can by connecting with one another as families, as friends, and as a community of faith. The birth of Jesus is nothing less than the Word of God becoming flesh. In Jesus, God became one with us in all things but sin. And as the evangelist John puts it, God has pitched his tent with us. In Jesus, God is telling us that he completely understands the joy and grief of our human condition from the inside. The great blessing of Christmas is Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. The blessed assurance that God walks with us on our joyful and challenging life journey. In his recent encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, Pope Francis reminds us that we are all brothers and sisters to each other, ultimately linked together in Jesus Christ, who is Son of God and Son of Mary. As brothers and sisters, let us hold each other in the mystery of the Word made flesh. Let us pray for each other. I will certainly remember you, and I ask you to remember me. And although this may be a different kind of Christmas, it also may be one of the most meaningful. For while we may not be able to gather as we ordinarily do, nothing will separate us from the love of God that unites us together in one family of Christ. May God bless you and your loved ones and keep you safe in his providential love. Again, Merry Christmas.
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. And with your spirit. A blessed Christmas to you all. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you at Mercy Home uh, as we celebrate this wonderful uh, opportunity of coming together, uh, not only to celebrate Christmas, but also to uh, support the wonderful ministry and work that's done here. As we begin this Eucharist, as we always do, we call upon God's mercy recognizing our own failings, uh, our own weaknesses and vulnerability, but confident in the Lord's mercy and forgiveness. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us all of our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory, glory to God in the highest. Glory, glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace to people of you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, glory, glory to God in the highest, glory, glory God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You 
take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. Glory, glory to God in the highest. Glory, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to people of In the glory of God the Father, glory, glory to God in the highest, glory, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that as we are bathed in the new radiance of your incarnate word, the light of faith which illumines our minds may also shine through in our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. See, the Lord proclaims to the ends of the earth, Say to daughter Zion, your savior comes. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called frequented, a city that is not forsaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. will shine on us this day the Lord is born for us a light will shine on us this day the Lord is born for us the Lord is King let the earth rejoice let the many isles be glad. The heavens proclaim his justice, and all the peoples see his glory. A light will shine on us this day. The Lord is born for us. Light dawns for the just, and gladness for the upright of heart. Be glad in the Lord, you just, and give thanks to his holy name. A light will shine for us this day. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. Beloved, 
when the kindness and generous love of our God, our Savior, appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in the hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard of it were amazed by what they had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A blessed Christmas to you all. It's a privilege to be here at Mercy Home to celebrate this Eucharist for all of those who are viewing it and on behalf of the good works that are being done here, which deserve our support. One of the earliest memories I have as a youngster occurred this time of the year. It was a Saturday evening. Someone knocked at the door, and it was a parishioner collecting funds for a family that had just lost their father. He was in his 40s and had a heart attack and died, leaving behind six children. My mother went for her purse and took out $5 and gave it to the man. And then she said to us as he walked off, well, that's the last money we have until Dad gets paid on Monday. That story always stuck with me, but came to mind as I thought about how I can speak about celebrating Christmas in this time of the year when we are stricken by this pandemic, by this coronavirus, and sheltered in our own places 
quarantined off from one another. And we find how vulnerable our lives all are. But also to reflect on it in view of what we hear in this gospel about these shepherds, because they are the first ones to accept the invitation to greet the newborn king, and therefore set a pattern for us. They say something to us. The shepherds, as we hear, are on the hillsides. They're living on the margins of society. They're somewhat rejected. They're almost looked upon as some criminal group of people sometimes by those who are living in the city. They, in some way, are very much reflective of how Mary and Joseph also are living at the edges of society. There's no room in the end for them. That story of my mother giving a gift to the person, to the family that was suffering, really reminded me of how it is so often on the edges of our existence that we come face to face with reality. How our, all of our lives so often are, can become numb at times by the routine we have of ignoring those who are on the margins until we are face, come face to face with the edginess of our lives and the vulnerability and mortality that we all feel at this time. So that we should look upon these days as a real gift that the Lord has given to us so that we come face to face with the real lives of so many people. We have an opportunity to see what God is doing in these moments in which people are just living day to day with not only the virus of this COVID-19, but the virus of disinterest, the virus of ignoring, being ignored, the virus of indifference, as the Holy Father calls it. I think it's very important for us always to approach these moments in which we are living on the edge as an opportunity not to be afraid of it, but to come face to face with it, much like my mother did in giving that $5, much like it's done here at Mercy Home, where young people who need assistance have all sorts of difficulties and challenges before them, and yet the work that's being done here is seeing what's real in life, going to the edges as the shepherds go to the end, to that place where in the stable where the child Jesus is. Not to be afraid of the edges, but to see it as an opportunity where God is working. The second thing that we see about these shepherds is that as they come there, uh, they can identify with where Jesus is, being in a stable, because they also are living with the sheep. They're living with animals and livestock. The Holy Father keeps telling the church that we need to have the smell of the sheep on us. That story comes in a moment in which he was superior of the Jesuits in Argentina. And there was a seminarian there who uh, was, he wanted to make sure that he understood what ministry was about. And they ran a farm and a, a, a mother a sheep rejected this ewe that was born. And so uh, he told the uh, seminarian that he had to take this young lamb to his room and care for it and, and feed it with a bottle. And after a while, they knew that the seminarian was coming into the room because they could smell him a mile away. He, sm he smelled like the sheep. And so this is what the shepherds are telling us too that we need not only to recognize those who are in our midst who have difficulty, but to be so close to them that we don't mind if we take the risk of being associated with them 
uh, not only their odors and their smells, but also understanding them to the point where we're walking with them. The shepherds are reminding us to accompany people, to walk with them. And finally, what the shepherds do is they go to Bethlehem and they tell their story. And what's interesting is now for all eternity, since the earliest days when this story was told, the birth of Christ is always going to be associated with their story. It is an invitation for us to begin to look at our lives as part of the story of God's redeeming work, to see that we have a part to play in it, and to have the ability to dream about our lives is much bigger than just a, what we accomplish on our own, but how we are part of what God is doing each and every day, that our lives in some way are linked to those who are in need because God is present there in that, in that moment. And here I am today, some six decades later, telling you, sharing with you a story from my childhood in a way that is a reminder that it's, it's important for us to look at how over the span of our lives, God has continually called us to appreciate how he is present in the world and calling us to the kinds of discipleship that we should have. And so as we celebrate Christmas this year, as we are brought to the edges, we're reminded by these shepherds not to be afraid of coming face to face with the reality of life, the reality that other people feel, not to become indifferent, but also like them to go in haste to accompany those who are in need and to be willing to support the good work such as Mercy Home and all those who are accompanying people day after day in their difficulties, but also to reimagine our lives as part of the story of Christmas. Just like the shepherds are part of the story of Christmas, so should our lives be as well. And maybe to live our lives in such a way that we would dream about the fact that our children and grandchildren of this generation will one day look back on the way that we handle this coronavirus, this moment in which we were not afraid to confront the edginess of life and accompany people, and like those shepherds, celebrate their Christmas with a sense of wonder and awe at how God has done some great, such great things, and be inspired to live their lives as part of the story of Christmas, like we have. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us, as man and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. 
he has sent into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Prompted by the word of God and in, in union with those who come to adore the newborn king, we offer these prayers and intentions. Our response to each prayer will be, Lord, hear our prayer. For our church leaders, especially our Holy Father, Pope Francis, and our Cardinal, Blaise Supich, who is here celebrating the Eucharist with us today. May the birth of our Savior continue to guide them as they lead us during this most joyous time. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. For those who are unable to be with family and friends on this day of great joy, may they be comforted by the presence and unconditional love of our Lord. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the members of the Mercy Home community, children, co-workers, and benefactors, may they continue to answer the Lord's call to act with justice, to love tenderly, to serve one another, and to walk humbly with Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For all people who are victims of violence, war, and poverty, May the birth of our Lord be their shining ray of hope in this time of darkness in their lives. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For all those who hunger and thirst, both in body and soul, may they find the nourishment they need in the birth of our Savior. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For those who have been called home to the Lord, that their family members and friends may be comforted by the knowledge that they rest in peace in the Lord's eternal kingdom. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. I would also ask you to join me in praying for all of those young men and women who serve in our military, especially those who are in harm's way, that the Lord will keep them safe and bring them home safely to their families and loved ones. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Good and loving God, time and again you have heard us in our need. And so we are prompted on this great feast of the birth of the Lord to offer these prayers in faith through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Sing we now of Christmas, Noel sing we here. Sing our grateful praises to the child so dear. Sing we Noel, the King is born Noel. Sing we now of Christmas, sing we here Noel. Angels call to shepherds, leave your flocks at rest. Journey forth to Bethlehem, find the infant blessed. Sing we Noel, the King is born. 
stall they found him with his mother mild joseph at the manger watched the holy child men from the Orient journeyed from afar, bearing costly treasure, guided by a star. Sing we know well, the King is born Noel. Sing we now of Christ. Christmas, sing we hear Noel. Gold and myrrh they offered, gifts of greatest price. There was ne'er a stable so like paradise. Sing we know well, the King is born Noel. Sing we now of Christmas, sing we hear Noel. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the offerings be worthy, we pray, O Lord, of the mysteries of the nativity this day, that just as Christ was born a man and also shone forth as God, so these earthly gifts may confer on us what is divine through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty, our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through Him, the holy exchange that restores our life has shone forth today in splendor. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive unending honor, but by this wondrous union, we too are made eternal. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you. With joy, we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and the working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts, we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, giving you thanks. He said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is a chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again, until you come again. Therefore, Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, granted we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, the glorious martyrs, all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. 
May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and the salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, my brother bishops, the order of bishops, the clergy, the entire people that you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, especially those who have passed away this year and all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us now take a moment to have peace in our hearts for one another and offer each other, wherever you are, a sign of Christ's peace and love. of God you take away the sins of the world have mercy Right. 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Here we await you, 
divine. Here we receive you in bread and in wine. Jesus, hope of the his name. All the world became much brighter when little Jesus of Christ child came. That was in a lowly manger. Outside the night was cold, but within that lowly manger, behold, Let us pray. Grant us, Lord, as we honor with joyful devotion the nativity of your Son, that we may come to know with fullness of faith the hidden depths of this mystery, and to love them even more and more through Christ our Lord. Amen. Before the final blessing, I once again want to thank everyone here at Mercy Home for their hospitality and their outreach to all of you who are participating uh, in this uh, Eucharist uh, on this Christmas day. It's so very important, I think, for all of us, while we are physically distant, not to be socially distant. I know that's a term used many times by people today, that we have to be socially distant. I rather think that it's about being only physically distant. So perhaps you can reach out to those who are in need 
in your own family, people who so sometimes we forget about and haven't had a phone call with or send a card to. It's an opportunity for us to make sure that, like the shepherds, uh, we're ready to go to those places that are on the people where people are living on the edge. And surely that is the case here at Mercy Home, where so many that are served here uh, are given another chance, uh, an opportunity, but also those who serve here realize how their lives are enriched by the ministry that they carry on. So please continue to support this wonderful work. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing joy to the earth the savior reigns let us our songs employ while fields and floods rocks hills and plains repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy no more let sin and sorrow grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found far as the curse is found far as far as the curse is found he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love merry christmas everyone and i want to thank cardinal supage for celebrating that beautiful christmas liturgy thank you so much cardinal interesting difficult days and yet we say merry christmas God so loved the world that he sent his only son. There's a great medieval theologian by the name of Meister Eckhart. And Meister Eckhart says that the word of God became flesh, as we hear in St. John's Gospel. That the very word, the very spoken word of God becomes flesh the incarnation. Jesus is born into time and history and into our lives, and we celebrate Christmas. Meister Eckhart says that word that was spoken by God, that first word that comes to us as the light of the world, the Christ, that word was compassion. Compassion means to walk with those, to journey with those, who suffer in life. During the entire Advent season, I've been reflecting on 
Christ who comes to us as the word of God made flesh in a particular way, that he comes to us this Christmas season as compassion. The word of compassion, he who walks and journeys with us in and through life. He walks and he journeys with us during this most difficult time. The two words I associate with this Christmas season for all of you is that you might find hope and the compassion of Christ in your lives. We pray for healing for all of us, for the entire world, that Christ, the light of the world, God's word made flesh, comes to us this Christmas season as hope for the world, as hope for you and your families, and as compassion, Jesus who walks with us in and through this difficult time. God bless you. Merry Christmas to you, and a happy new year.
The music for the broadcast of Sunday Mass at Mercy Home is generously provided by GIA Publications Incorporated and its World Library Publications Division. Flowers provided by Anton's Greenhouse in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. This is Father Scott Donahue, the President and CEO of Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. To learn more about our mission of God's mercy and the young people in our care, please subscribe to our email newsletter by visiting www.mercyhome.org listen. Thank you so much for your support and thank you so much for listening.